With just a few more roster spots available, do the Lakers have a surprise move coming? What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand Podcast. I, of course, am Laker Hand. I am joined by my favorite co-host, the one, the only Laker dad who is actually rocking a Laker Hand shirt. Love it. Dad, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, Hannah, this, of course, is my favorite shirt to wear, so thank you. Uh, you know, three spots left on the roster. Uh, we saw Dennis Schroeder finally sign a contract with the Boston Celtics, so it uh, looks like the sign-and-trade option is off the table, and now we're just going to have to go with the best free agents available. Yeah, we're going to obviously talk about who the Lakers could be eyeing with those uh, last-minute roster spots, but, Dad, first, let's talk a little bit about Dennis Schroeder. This is kind of a just crazy. You know, I don't know if I feel bad for Dennis Schroeder. I don't know if he deserves my sympathy. I don't really know. But, you know, as we all know, Lakers offered him an $84 million contract to extend his contract with the Lakers. He turned it down. He came out and said, you know, he thinks he's worth $20, 25000000 million. You know, he thinks he's obviously a top player, really, you know, big in his eyes. And then as free agency happened... No one was, you know, biting. No one was really going after him. We kind of heard reports that a lot of teams weren't interested in him, which is kind of interesting because he's obviously a good player. You know, regardless of what you think of Schroeder, he is a good player, you guys. And then you see, finally, you know, with all the rumors, like, are the Lakers going to sign and trade him and get another big star? Like, what's going to happen with Dennis Schroeder? Finally, he signs with the Boston Celtics for just that mid-level exception, Dad. I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Obviously, he thought he was, you know, a top player. And then to sign for only, you know, a little over $5 million, what's up with this? What are you thinking about this? Well, Hannah, um, first of all, the Lakers offered him a four-year deal at $84 million. That's $21 million a season. That's a lot of money. But Schroeder wanted a contract between $100 and $125 million. I, I, you know... It's great to have confidence in yourself. I, I think all Laker fans know that was, you know, not very realistic. But, you know, for whatever reason, he did play pretty well for the Lakers last year. I mean, he's ended up with a really bad rap. I know he was not good in the playoffs. But, you know, for whatever reason, uh, teams seem shy uh, to get involved with him this year. It could be because there are some rumors that he's not very liked in the locker room, and maybe that was a problem But look, the Boston Celtics are not a bad option for him. They traded Kemba Walker, who was their starting point guard this season, so they need a a new point guard. You know, maybe he'll fit in well there. Yeah, you know, I just think this is crazy because I don't want to spend too much time talking about Schroeder because obviously he's not a Laker anymore, but I personally just think this is kind of crazy because he is a good player. And we've seen, you know, other guys in this league who are at his level, maybe even under, get bigger contracts than him. So... I think this is crazy. I think it just goes to show that there must be a lot behind the scenes when it comes to Schroeder. He may not, he must not be a good teammate. There must be a lot of drama that comes with him because I just think this is crazy. But moving on, obviously Lakers have a few more roster spots to fill. We've heard some recent updates on a few new names. So I kind of wanted to get your opinion on this, Dad. Uh, Number one is Isaiah Thomas. This just seems, well, actually, I want to hear what you have to say about Isaiah Thomas first, and then I'll give you my little, my little rundown on what I think. You know, Hannah, I, I just would be shocked if the Lakers signed Isaiah Thomas for a variety of reasons. Number one, they don't need another guard. They've got six guards on the roster already, and they're all capable of contributing. Uh, number two, I mean, you know, Isaiah Thomas is, is past his prime. You know, he's had serious health injuries that he just never recovered from. He's not even remotely the player he was a few years ago. 
And I just don't see what he can contribute. You know, we all know, even in the best of times, that it's such a, a diminutive size, uh, he can't really help you or do anything on defense. So I, I just don't see it, Hannah. I don't see it. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, he's obviously a player. He's had a lot of injuries. He's really, you know, struggled. He's... I just I think it would be a waste of a signing. And like you mentioned, Dad, the Lakers do not need another guard. We have so many guards. I just think this would be a waste signing. I think there are other guys out there who I think would be a better fit with the purple and gold. And I, I want to see them go out, and I want them to go get another forward. I think we need another wing player, which leads me to this next option, which I'm kind of excited about, Dad. I think it could be potentially a good fit. This is James Ennis. Uh, currently played for the Orlando Magic. You know, he shot 43% from three last season, averaged just over eight points uh, for rebounds. He's, you know, a good defensive player. He could be a good wing player for the purple and gold. He's a small forward. I think he would be a a much better fit, and I think he's a much more realistic target uh, than way better than Isaiah Thomas, and I think he would be an interesting fit. Dad, what do you think of James Ennis? I agree with you, Hannah. Um, A lot of Laker fans have been mentioning James Ennis over the past two or three weeks, uh, and I haven't heard any rumors that the team is actually looking at him, but a lot of Laker fans seem uh, to think that he would be a good fit, and and I tend to agree, Hannah. I mean, I think he would be a good, uh, good player to fill one of those last three spots. Yeah, no, I think James Ennis, personally, if we're looking kind of out of all of the names that are being thrown out here, and obviously, you know, we've heard uh, J.J. Redick, we've heard a lot of guards, but like you said, Dad, Lakers don't need another guard. They really need to focus on getting another wing player, so that's why I actually am, you know, pretty excited about James Ennis. You know, obviously, he's not a superstar, not a star, but I think coming off the bench, he could be a really good fit with this this Lakers team coming up, and obviously, I think now that that Dennis Schroeder is gone, I don't think there's any way that Lakers have, you know, another trade in them or that they're going to kind of sign another big player. I think we're going to kind of sign some more bench guys, uh, maybe even some guys to more, you know, two-way contracts, depending on how the summer league goes. We could sign a couple of those guys to some two-way contracts. So, you know, I think moving forward, I think James Ennis is a, is a good fit. I wouldn't, you know, Laker fam, I know we're obviously, you know, we want maybe another star, but I think it's more realistic at this point that the Lakers are just going to kind of sign some more bench guys. So I think James Ennis is actually a guy that I'm pretty excited about. But, Dad, another guy, he's another big. So I know you're really excited about him. I know a lot of Laker fam is as well. Um, Harry Giles, you know, a young guy, only 23 years old, kind of like Malik Monk in the sense that they're obviously totally different players, but in the sense that, you know, he's a guy that has a lot of promise, but just hasn't really found his perfect fit with an NBA team. But he's only 23, like I said, young guy. So he'd be adding in another younger player, another guy maybe who could potentially be with us for the future. And he has a lot of promise. Yeah, Hannah, again, Harry Giles is another name that Laker fans have been throwing around for the last uh, couple of weeks. And again, I don't think this would be a bad option. Again, another young guy, I think that would be good. Now, Harry Giles is a project. There's no question about it. He's not ready to step in and take over anytime soon. But there's still enough people out there who, who like his potential and feel that he just hasn't been in the right setting yet, hasn't had the right opportunity, and that, you know, with the mentorship he might get with some of the veteran Lakers, that he might take a step forward. So, again, I don't think that would be a a bad choice for one of the last three spots. 
Yeah, and you know, here's the thing. The Lakers already have so many guys on this roster. They already have such a deep team. It's already going to be a struggle for Vogel to try to find minutes for everyone, if that's even possible. So I'm fine with the Lakers bringing on another guy as more of a project for their future because, again, this is a very veteran team. We do have some young guys in the mix, obviously, with Kendrick Nunn, Malik Monk, THT, but I would like to add some younger guys. So I kind of get excited about Harry Giles just because, again, I think he does have a lot of promise. And like you mentioned, Dad, kind of learning from the veteran guys on this team, I think could be great experience for him. And, you know, who knows? I think right now the Lakers are in the position to maybe have one or two guys that are more project guys. Yeah, Hannah, I, I, I think that's right. They've got so many veterans, so many guys who are ready to contribute now. Uh, that it might be worth taking a, a taking a risk on a guy who does still have some potential. He's got some weapons, uh, but just hasn't quite uh, shown it yet. And so Harry Giles is a name you hear a lot when you're talking about those uh, those criteria. Exactly. No, Dad. Are there any other names that that I'm forgetting as of recently that you've heard where the Lakers could potentially uh, be interested in signing with those last minute roster spots? You know, Hannah, I keep hearing about guards, and I again, I, I'm really not that interested in guards. But it's worth noting that you know former Laker Avery Bradley is still available. You know what the heck has happened to him, Hannah? I mean, here's a guy who really balled out with the Lakers just two seasons ago. And, you know, he made that decision not to come back and, and play in the bubble. And ever since then, his career has just gone straight down the toilet. And, you know, he was with uh, Miami last year, and then he was traded. I think he was he with Houston or somebody like that right now. Uh, now he's a free agent. I, I, I just have a feeling that uh, there must be something going on with Avery Bradley. But, you know, uh, he did play really well for the Lakers a couple years ago. You know, there's J.J. Redick that people have mentioned. Svi Mikhailuk, people were continuing to mention. But again, these guys, well, Mikhailuk is, is 6'7", so, you know, he, he could play a wing position. I don't know if he can defend anybody, but, but the, those are the names that you're seeing out there. Not exactly going to excite anybody, but these are not bad players. And, you know, if we end up with any of them, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah, and you know, Steve McKaylick is a good three-point shooter, which I think obviously the Lakers, as we've seen, are kind of prioritizing their shooting. Um, when we just look at the roster and all the guys we've signed, it's, these are guys who, you know, career-wise are really known for their three-point shooting. So he could be an interesting fit. Like you said, six seven, so another kind of wing player. Avery Bradley, it's just so crazy, Dad, because he really did play so well for the Lakers. And, you know, notoriously throughout his career, he, he has always been a good three-and-deep player. But this free agency, man, it's just been interesting. It's been really, really interesting to see some of the guys, you know, just – struggle to kind of find a spot but I think that's going to be it for today's episode obviously for me personally I think the Lakers need to prioritize getting another wing player getting another forward I think we have so many guards as we've said so many times I don't necessarily think our priority needs to be getting another guard but however if we could get Avery Bradley for that veteran minimum I would have absolutely no problem bringing Avery Bradley back like he said Dad, he really, really played extremely well for the Lakers. I know he did leave kind of a bad taste in people's mouth when he didn't join the bubble, but of course it was a very difficult time in the world, so you know you can't really knock him too much for that. But that's going to be it for today's show. Let me know, Laker fam, who do you want the Lakers to sign in with their last couple roster spots. Do you like any of the guys that we mentioned today? Or are there another player out there that you think would be a better fit for the purple and gold? You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. Or, of course, message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. And until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.